It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Stan Wangland, and welcome to our new show called Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. It's nice to see you all. It's a really stormy night here in the Northeast. It has been all across the, the, uh, the country here. So, man, tonight I was just sitting here and just thinking, and I said, uh, what a good time to do an episode. A nice little ad hoc episode, some things I've been thinking about quite a bit, and you know, uh, it's kind of a lead-off show, maybe. Uh, one of the things that I'm thinking about is, uh, man, are people really, really as uh, as fragile as they make out to be? 
do you think that you're really that fragile? Do you think that I'm really that fragile? In case you don't know, I've been a psychologist for over 40 years. I'm, uh, you know, I've retired from my uh, administrative and psychological jobs on a, on a, a pretty much full-time basis, but I, I'm still a psychology professor actively, and I, I still do things in the field all the time, so I stay current. But it's been over four decades, and man, uh, I had a hell of a time convincing people in the beginning of my career that they had any kind of a mental illness or that there was something the matter and people would be coming in, they'd be certifiable, they'd be batshit crazy and uh, they didn't believe that they had a problem in the world, you know, it, uh, nothing was wrong with them and now, uh, you know, people have all kinds of trigger points and uh, gotcha moments and uh, they're, you know, everybody's just, uh, the condition is really called the being the worried well. That you're you're worried, you're oversensitive, you, you need like emotional gold bond on you all the time. Uh, you know, if you're watching TV, they've got you know commercials during the day for guys like me. I'm, you know, I'm home during the day now. Uh, you know, every once in a while, and it's nothing but medical commercials. And uh, you know, for every kind of uh, ailment, you know, you have irritable bowel syndrome. There's a person sitting there in a the suit who pretends they're with it, and you can't go to the bathroom and. You, you, you can't, your teeth are falling out, you need dental implants versus whatever, and man, people are just really fragile. And then if you get on Facebook or Twitter or something else, my God, you're being assaulted, I'm being assaulted with uh, every kind of a gotcha moment, every, everybody's offended, everybody wants you to redeem yourself for something you did, uh, you know, 150 years ago. Uh, you know, some of that stuff's legitimate, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, on the other hand, uh, some of that stuff sounds, it's kind of crazy. So are you really, uh, and am I really that weak? Uh, do we really lack those kind of coping skills? I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't think so. I, I think that uh, there's a thing called a meme. Uh, it's really kind of a verbal mind virus, you know, things like, uh, um, you know, go for the gusto in life. Uh, nobody good set a life alive, things like that. You know, you hear these things and, and they, they make some degree of sense in your head and they become like a mind virus virus for you. And one of the things uh, that just drives me crazy is that one like, dance like nobody's watching. Like, what in the hell is that about? Dance like nobody's watching. Uh, I get that, I, you know, that you should be uninhibited and authentic and everything else like that. But when you look at people, you know, in the 21st century, I don't know. I like people, but uh, like anything else, I think I'm a pretty accurate observer. Uh, what do you think? What do you see? I mean, do you think that there's people that you admire for their resiliency uh, and their ability to cope with things, that they can be heroic? I mean, you know, some people are, but the vast majority of people, they're just looking to fall apart, cry and get upset, and they have to dance like nobody's watching, and uh, you know, it, it's all about me, 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 and me. And uh, I don't know. I'm starting to think, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm getting old and crabby, or maybe I'm getting a little wiser. Or maybe my bullshit quotient, that's a clinical term, by the way, maybe my bullshit quotient is on overload. And, um, you know, when I'm just thinking about things, I like to be painfully honest. I'm not saying I'm correct, but... This is what I'm seeing. So dancing like nobody's watching, I don't know. How about dancing like somebody is watching? You know? 
How about putting your best foot forward? How about um, trying to show that you can cope with things in the world, that you can handle with things in the world, uh, that you just don't have to go around doing your own thing like a damn fool uh, just because you can do it and because you think you're entitled to it? I don't know. Uh, you know, along with that same kind of thing, like dancing like nobody's watching, um, it's going to sound kind of crazy, and you might have already been indoctrinated with this thing, but this idea of loving yourself, and you see people, and they, they, they kind of get this crazy, I love myself. Uh, do you love me? Uh, does everybody love me? Does everybody in the family love me? Do you love me? Uh, you know, uh, do I get a trophy? You know, I struck out 86 times on the team, but do I get a trophy? Uh, don't I get a participation medal? Doesn't everybody like me? I, I know my speech stunk or you don't like the show. Uh, don't you like me? Don't you love me? Shouldn't I love myself for, for doing all this stuff? I don't know. Doesn't that get damn silly after a while? It, to me, it's kind of, uh, and I stay with contemporary neuropsychology and everything else like that. I, I think I stay kind of contemporary in the, in the world, but... Man, you know, it's constantly loving yourself or loving yourself. I mean, think of it, uh, you know, emotionally loving yourself, I, I think is the connotation that people have. Not loving yourself where you just kind of take care of yourself, that, you know, you treat, the love means to like, you know, treat yourself good like you want to treat your neighbors good, but to love yourself. You're, you're wonderful. Sharing your gifts. Doesn't that sound like a bunch of psychobabble to you? I mean, it's my profession, and I think it is. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Liking yourself, sure. Now, I love my wife most of the time. Right, honey? I, I mean, I love you all the time. No, I, you know, I love my kids. Uh, when I was a young guy, I, I'd fall in love, love with attractive females, love with some idea. I love a team. But loving yourself... You know, loving yourself, it, it's kind of creepy. It feels like you're, you know, you're going in a dark room and you're meeting yourself to fool around or something like that. You know, you have to love yourself or praise yourself all the time. Can't you just like yourself? Can't you just think you're a nice person? Can't you just look at your actions realistically and saying, yeah, oh, I'm a pretty nice guy. I like myself. If if it wasn't me and I met me, I'd like to hang out with him. You don't know if you can't love yourself. Now, even the Greeks knew that. I mean, they're the, they're the people who wrote the, uh, the myth on nar Narcissus, where we get the term narcissist. Remember, he, was, uh, you know, he fell in love with his reflection in the pool. He was, you know, he, you know, he was there and, and, and he fell in love with his own reflection. And I, I think he drowned himself or something happened. I don't even remember right now. I'm blocking the story. But he was a narcissist. The people said, don't be a narcissist. Don't fall in love with yourself. That's self-destructive. Falling in love with yourself. You know, it's like dancing when nobody's watching. It's like having trigger points all over the, you know, you don't like this show and I'm going to jump out the window. I don't think so. I'll do another episode. I'll change networks. I won't do the show. I'll do something else. I'd like you to like me, but you don't have to love me. You should love me because I'm really adorable, but you get what I'm trying to say. I think it's just common sense. 
I think it's just comments and stuff. And I said that this show is going to be not about psychobabble and spin, but about other things. So, yeah, I think it's important to like ourselves. I think it's important to dance like somebody is watching and put your best foot forward uh, while you are being authentic. And, uh, you know, being a little more resilient with things, using some common sense, using some coping mechanisms. Uh, I don't know, not all these gotcha moments looking to catch everybody and put everybody on the defensive and, you know, uh, get into your tribal camp. And if you catch somebody doing something wrong or somebody's made a mistake, Jesus, they've got to redeem themselves. I don't know, redemption to me is like if you... If you're driving while intoxicated, you run somebody over, or you you come home and you know you're cheating on your wife or husband, and you get caught, and your family gets destroyed from it, and your kids say you lousy bastard, you ruined everything. You know you need to redeem yourself. You need to hopefully do something else. But if you said something stupid when you were a kid, or you made a mistake, or you did something that's just a normal thing, or you made an insensitive remark, or you said something bad about a male or a female, or you you know you did something dopey or you went out and got drunk and, you know, came home and pulled your pants down or something. You don't need to redeem yourself for Christ's sakes. You just need to move on from that and, you know, try and do better. You know, you don't need to do all this dancing while somebody's watching. You don't, you know, you don't need to have all these to be the worried well where you're, am I, you know, am I going to live? Am I going to be healthy every minute? No, people get head colds. People get whatever. Things happen to them. You have to cope with those things. I can remember my mother when she was 87 years old, a very neurotic person, you know, really, a lovely person, but, man, a, a real neuro. Uh, never got it with a lot of things, and, and her gallbladder went out. She'd never been sick a day in her life for hardly anything. And she said, why has this happened to me? They went in at 87, they have a little laparoscopy, they take her gallbladder out, everything's fine, and uh, was home in a day. At 87, perfect health. I'm feeding her ass dinner. I'm making all this stuff. I got high blood pressure from these people. They're doing wonderful, you know? And why is my gallbladder, why did that happen? Why did it happen? Well, because the average age in America is 79. You're 87, man. You've outlived your friggin' gallbladder. Get with it. Dance like somebody's watching, Mom. You know? So common sense on these things. It's just some stuff I've been thinking about. You know, be resilient. Be resilient. It's good for me to be resilient. It's good for you to be resilient. You know, take things on the chin a little bit and uh, roll with the punches, any kind of cliche that you want. It's the same thing as people in my profession keep wanting to take everybody's pain. Want to take everybody's pain away. Did you ever see that Star Trek movie, the one with uh, the original cast, where um, Spock's brother finds God, Chakra, whatever it is, and he steals the, you know, he steals the, uh, whatever the ship was, the Enterprise, and he goes across space to find God, and his brother would say to everybody, I feel your pain. And everybody thought he was a genius because he took his pain away. I always like William Shatner, his big ham bone that he is. But in the movie, he says, hey, wait a second. I want my pain. My pain makes me who I am. Do you want your pain? Well, I don't want dental pain. That all goes to Stock's brother is a good uh, dentist, and he's painless. 
I'll use them. I don't want dental pain. I'm not going to grow and learn from that. But other pains in life, you need. You need to have somebody dump you. You need to be the dumper and feel guilty. You need to be the dumpy. You need to see somebody die who's close to you, a pet, an animal, a person, someone you love. You need to get fired. You need to get beamed in the head if you stick yourself in with the bat. Whatever it is, you need to have those experiences. Because like Nietzsche said, you know, the, the things that don't kill you, they really do make you stronger if you uh, kind of let them. So that's my rant about things. I want my pain. If I'm dancing, I'd, you know, I'd like to moonwalk like somebody's watching. I'd like to do a good job with it. I'm not going to be terribly upset if I don't do a good job with it. And occasionally, I guess I can dance like nobody's watching and just throw things to abandon. But most of the time, I don't need to be so damn self-centered with things. And I think I can like myself. And, uh, you know, if I'm going to love myself, it'll be to, be to love. It's a verb to treat myself well, not to emotionally be in love with me or expect everybody to be in love with me. What do you think? I'd like to be able to cope with things. I'd like to be able to uh, go out that there and handle myself in a happy uh, way, uh, in an, uh, an honest way with life where I can... Uh, you know, just use some common sense. No spin, no psychobabble. And if I'm going to be redeemed, it doesn't need to be through you. It should be my decision or between me and God or my religious beliefs or my philosophical beliefs. Or I don't know, if the judge has me on something really bad, I'll pretend that I'm redeemed because I don't want to spend any time in jail with anybody. I don't want to be anybody's house husband. I've worked in a corrections thing. That's a whole other rant we'll do. Anyway, this is what I've been thinking about. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I hope you think about it. And uh, even with, I hope there's a little humor in there for you. Uh, and and I, I think, yeah, I just hope you think about those kind of things. And uh, one of the things to, uh, to do in life is to, to be more resilient, to cope with things, to have a hearty personality. You'll live longer. You'll feel better. Uh, you'll be nicer to be around. And uh, life will just be better for you. So this is Stan Wangler saying goodnight, goodbye for just thinking. See you next time. Bye-bye now. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. 
I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.